they are displaced, have been displaced because they have been summoned by the jihadists to, to leave their villages, meaning the Tilit, and they have found themselves today in the closestness uh, vicinity of Gao. Those are the people who are in Tilit per se, but beyond Tilit, many of them, beyond Gao, many of them have found refuge in different settlements, and they are in a dear situation whereby the protection and assistance is really needed. Some uh, basic shelter have been provided to them, but we are in need of uh, more assistance to be provided to the street. We're talking about women, children, men. It's a, it's a full gamut. It's everybody. It's the elderly, and they're in a precarious position. But presumably you're helping them now, so they're no longer sheltering under trees. Is that right? They are no longer sheltering in the trees, but they have been given a temporary shelter, meaning that they have been given a temporary shelter in order to secure the extreme needed that they are facing right now. But definitely we need to take them out of the place where they find their self-refuge to give them a better protection in a settlement where we can be present every day and where water can be provided permanently, where a type of protection and assistance be provided to them. Are these displaced people and refugees, many from Burkina Faso, safe? Because you say that they're being attacked sometimes, even in Gao, a big town where they've sought refuge. Who's keeping them safe and who's attacking them? Attacking them definitely jihadists who are chasing them because they can be often accused of colluding with the authorities. And uh, despite the fact that they are supposed to be protected in the vicinity of Gao, and we have noticed almost three times where jihadists were able to come into those settlements and attack them, mainly people who have been accused of colluding with the farmer. Presumably this makes it extremely difficult for humanitarians and your partners to operate, even in the towns like Gao. So how are you getting to the most vulnerable communities, or are they just simply leaving en masse for urban shelter? Unfortunately, we always have to resort to some kind of protection, even for the humanitarian when they have to visit those camps. Because the those camps, unfortunately, they don't have a permanent protection. We don't have soldiers securing the, the premises. So unfortunately, we have to be sure that uh, whenever we go, even for the humanitarian actors, whenever you have to travel towards those camps to have some kind of protection in order to secure the escort. What's the future for these many hundreds of thousands of displaced people, including refugees? We don't often hear about them in the news and it must be very frustrating for you. Indeed, indeed. The fact that... Uh, I call it a forgotten crisis. Uh, Sahel, unfortunately, over the last few years, have no longer the attention is really required. Because we have, if you have less attention, meaning less funding, and when you have less funding, meaning less assistance and less protection to be provided to those people. Uh, unfortunately, I think the international community should give more attention to those crises because it's still ongoing. We, we are hoping that some uh, optimistic view can take us to something securing the, the protection and assistance, but we are not facing it. Last year, we needed almost 66 million in order to give the protection and assistance to the humanitarian crisis in Mali, and only 38 of this assistance was able to be provided. So in a way, we really need the international community to give more attention to the crisis in Mali, otherwise we will just facing catastrophe. And Mohamed Touré from the UNHCR, you're representing the agency in Mali. How much of an opportunity is it to recalibrate the 
uh, appeal and approach to helping those in need by saying that it's a climate issue, that they need climate resilience. How much is that going to re-energise the international attention on communities who are most at need? One of the biggest issues that we are facing in Mali is uh, beyond the terrorism is the climate change. The fact that people, the resources in the hand of the people have been diminishing over the years because the climate change has an impact, a tremendous impact on their resilience. They have less cows, less sheep, less agricultural activities. So in a way, they find themselves really somehow pushed out of this, not only by the terrorists, but also by the fact that their meaning of living is really diminishing over the years due to the climate change.